This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Main Street Comics and Memorabilia. Go and check them out, and don't forget to check us out. We're going to be there live August 22nd. That's a Saturday from 11 till 4 p.m. Also, JB Designs is going to be there selling his special comic prints, so you're going to want to come out and see us. And on top of that, Johnny, tell them what our listeners get. If you are a listener of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and you drop our name, you'll get 15% off on your total order. So that's right. Go check them out. It's Main Street Comics and Memorabilia. And tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name's Johnny Womack, and I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast, dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Oh, ah. the bush lights kicking it off right tonight. There you Cheers go. Cheers to everyone drinking at home. Cheers, Drink everybody. responsibly. Yes. 21 or older in the yep. United States. There you go. Cheers, Cheers, brother. Clink. All right. Cool. Of course, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And Deuce, we love to bring people on with us. We love to talk to special guests. Who do we have today? We do, and we've got a very special guest today. We've got Video Games Monthly with us on their very first podcast ever. Guys and gals, if you all could introduce yourselves to the people at home. Hi, I'm Grant. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Vic. Awesome. Well, uh, of course, by the time this is dropped, you guys have all seen our unboxing video and the amazing games we got for Video Games Monthly. I think my first question out of the box is, how did you come up with this idea? Good question. <laughs> Good question, guys. Um, we're all parents, not of each other. Sometimes we feel like it, Grant. But we're all parents now, and we're watching our kids start playing video games. And there's two things that were happening. One, we're jealous. And we're getting really nostalgic about us playing games. And two, some of the games and some of the gaming systems right now that are popular are very difficult for little hands and little little eyes to get around. Um, so these guys pulled out their old NES and SNES systems just to see if it worked a little bit better for our kids. And sure enough, it did. We started talking to all of our friends and they said, man, I... I miss it. I miss it. I should have never given up my gaming collection. You know, I'm awful. We suck. I wish we had back what we used to have. And we thought, well, we might be able to do something about that. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And it's actually funny that you mentioned that because Johnny himself is a parent. Um, and he's kind of going through the same thing with his kids, kind of introducing them to games. If we can ask, uh, what age are you guys' kids? I have two kids. Uh, my son is seven, and my daughter is four. I have three kids, a five, three, and three-day-old. Wow. wow. Congratulations yeah. on the three-day-old, sir. Thank you. And I have one three-and-a-half-year-old. Wow. wow. Awesome. And Johnny, tell them how yeah. old your kids are. So, yeah, we're all, like, in the same ballpark. Uh, my son's five. My daughter is two-and-a-half. So. Yeah, nice. and, and, and we've seen this the most with Grant's uh, Kenny. You know, with, yeah. with him, he's, uh, he's at that age that it's cool to be able to pull out the old retro games that we played and he loves them and they're yeah. easy to play because they have two buttons. They don't yeah. have 14, you know? Yeah. Well, my son, my son plays uh, Kirby adventure on NES and he loves it. He plays it and he's all excited cause he'll go through the level and then he'll be like, daddy, I went through the first door. I'm like, cool. And then he'll go back and it's just so much fun for him. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. 
Well, actually, I'm looking forward to that. My two nephews are coming down this weekend, and they are 16 and 14, and I'm going to try them on the 64, and we're going to play Perfect Dark, which you guys sent us in the unboxing video. Yes. And I'm really excited to see what they think when we start doing multiplayer on that because they're used to the Call of Duties and the Battlefields, and I want to see when they kick it old school how they hang, you know, because I think either they're going to love it or they're going to be like, I don't know about all this, Uncle Kyle, like this this one joystick thing and the, this weird controller, but I'm really excited to see what they say. You'll end up whooping them. <laughs> well, that, that's that's the reason why I want to play them in it, because if I play them in Call of Duty, they just decimate me, and Uncle Uncle Kyle's not cool anymore at that point. They're like, come on, Uncle Deuce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny, because like for me, I, I grew up, this is a little bit of history on Deuce and I here, uh, you know, I grew up I was in 1982, so you guys show my age there. Uh, I grew up playing the Atari, and then NES uh, was, for me, like this just not really hit it home for me. And it was uh, Christmas of 1986, I think, if memory serves. And I remember playing that, and that experience you get, playing the Mario for the first time, not knowing what to do. It didn't hold your hand. It didn't have an instruction book. didn't have a tutorial. You went into it, and you were like, what am I doing? You know, fish out of wire experience, really. And then being able to go through the levels and to progress, and you know, it was just an, a magical experience for me. And Deuce had a similar experience. Oh um, yeah, I, and, and you've been actually nice enough to let me borrow uh, the Super Mario World, and I've been playing it because in my home I've actually got a projection screen that's up on the wall, so I'll play it up on the wall, and I've been having a lot of fun playing that and just reliving my old memories from my childhood. So that's been yep. a lot of fun. Yep. Nice. So Mario is 18 inches now. Yeah, dude, he's huge. Like he's probably as big as two of my hands put together because it's it's on the wall, and I've actually got an HD converter that I run it through, so it's running at like 1080p going on the wall. So it's it's pretty impressive for an old nerd like me. Now, it, like I said, when I get my nephews over, they're probably gonna think it's old hat. They're gonna be like, ah, I don't know about all this, but I'm excited to show it to them because that's the yeah. thing. Uh, gamers nowadays, they grew up with you know their first system was most probably a PS2. Or maybe a three sixty four. Yeah. Maybe. So you know they they don't know anything about the the pixel graphics, and I'm trying to be a good gaming uncle and kind of teach him like, hey guys, it didn't used to be this easy. This used yeah. to be a lot harder. Yeah. So. What about you guys? How did you guys get into video games? Uh, you know, honestly, story is pretty much exactly the same. Um, there was eighty six, eighty seven, I think. Um, went over to a buddy's house and he's like, dude. I have a Nintendo. You gotta try this out. And I, I played a couple, you know, arcade games at the local, you know, Chuck E. Cheese or uh, what was that other one? Like Showbiz. Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz. Yeah, I remember uh, Showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was, I was like, okay, fine, I'm gonna try out the, you know, the games. You know, he was really excited about it, and I was like, okay, whatever. And uh, you know, brought out the Nintendo, and it was the two pack came with Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. And I was like, you know, I want to try out Duck Hunt because, you know, I want to shoot stuff. That, yeah. That's going to be cool. <laughs> and he's like, never change. He's like, you know, <laughs> I, Duck Hunt's okay, but you really need to try Super Mario Brothers. I, you should play Super Mario Brothers first. And I was like, I really want to try Duck Hunt. So he's like, fine. I played Duck Hunt, and Duck Hunt's Duck Hunt. Fun game. I take it or leave it, right? And he's like, all right, please try Super Mario Brothers. And you're hooked. Bring <laughs> up the controller. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Best thing ever. And basically from there on in, I, I was a gamer forever. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's, I think we kind of all share a similar 
experience. I think Nintendo is so special, especially people that are really into uh, quote unquote retro games. Like Nintendo really kind of started that pioneer of what we, you know, what we see now in video games. And of course, the whole so, Satoru Iwata was very sad for anyone that has any sort of inkling knowledge of Nintendo. You kind of have to pay respects to him, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's an awesome story. How about how about you, Joe? Um, kind of similar. Same thing. 1985, 86, got the Nintendo, got nine games for Christmas. It was like the best Christmas ever. <laughs> Beat my dad in ice hockey. He threw the controller and it's been history since. Like, I love it. And, and, uh, Vic, you, you know, you, you can speak to, she's more of a Nintendo 64. I'm an SNES girl. <laughs> I mean, my first exposure to video games, I actually broke my friend's older brother's Atari. Oh, wow. I was yeah. fascinated. I need that. Yeah. I want it. I want to see how it works. I want to know what it's about. I want to know. And I broke it. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Are, and then my Are you the, one of the kind of people that likes to take things apart? Is that what happened? You took it apart and you just see how it ticked and you couldn't put it back together? Apart, she means throw if it out If you mean window. hold it up here and drop <laughs> it, that's what I... <laughs> was really my game i mean i love that console i love all the games that went with it and i'll and still kick your ass in chrono trigger i'll kill you wow. <laughs> i'm really competitive well, <laughs> don't feel bad because that's actually that's on one of my wish lists is getting chrono trigger because i've never played it and i really and that's kind of one of the reasons i really like your service it seems like when you put something on your wish list, it kind of magically shows up, kind of like Santa Claus at Christmas. So, yeah, I, you know, try. I'm really excited about that. Say that again. As long as you don't break the bank, we try. We try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, if I ask you for a $150 game on eBay, like, I get it. Like, that's probably not going to show up in a $40 box. Like, I, well, I, I know any- enough about math. I can figure that out. Well, two things. One, we won't be doing any more video podcasts. We'll have to sell all the equipment to pay for those. Yeah. And... We do keep, there's a couple things. We always ask for our members' wish lists because we do, I mean, somewhere in, this is one of our packing rooms that we're sitting in now, and we keep a little box called an I'm spoken for box. And if it's something, as we're going through them, that comes off a wish list, we put it in there. That's awesome. That's super awesome. Or uh, if you are on Facebook, and this is all of our members on Facebook, if you happen to mention that was awesome. I loved Metroid. Yeah. Magically, it may go down in the big book. And we if won't say who this is, is but this is coming out next, uh, next oh, month. Oh, that's wow. amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> so really, really cool. That really wanted this. Really and... wanted it. Really cool. good member. Interacts with us all the time. Was dying for it. All right, but hold I the happened phone. to catch it, and there it went. Hold the phone, he says. Oh, boy. You never played Chrono Trigger? <laughs> I have not. See, here's the thing. Let, let, let me kind of give you my backstory. Like, when I was younger, I, I don't want to say I was illiterate, but I was not – I didn't like reading. So I didn't really get it. So, like, now that I'm older and more mature, like, I really want to go back into those Touchstone games, like the Final Fantasy VII's, the Chrono Triggers, the Secret of Manas, like those really classic uh, – the the Mother series, the yeah, Earthbound. Earthbound. Yeah. Like, I want to go to those classic series and play them because now – I could actually enjoy them, spend time with them, the Final Fantasies, and really get a lot out of them. But at that young an age, it was like, 
I don't want to do that. I want to shoot stuff. Like, I want to blow stuff up. I want to, like, you know, like, I want to play WrestleMania 2000 and WWF No Mercy. Like, I want to do wrestling and, you know, but now that I'm yeah. older and calmed down a little bit, I'm like, no, I want to do Chrono Trigger. And plus, everybody Not talks about Chrono Trigger. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I know there was a frog in it, and it seems really cool, but that's definitely on my wish list for sure. I'm, I'm not making any promises, but we, there's got to be a way we need a remedy to this situation. Well, I would love for this re- situation to get remedied because that's definitely number one on my on my wish list just because of the fact that I've never played it, and I really want to get into the old-school RPGs. And it was funny because we did our research because we always do, and we looked at because we did our unboxing video, which by the time you guys listen to this, that will have dropped. And I said, you know what? Let me go online and see other people's unboxing videos. Let me see what other people got, just as any informed consumer would do. Uh, you, know, I go and look, and people got like Final Fantasy One, Metroid, Metroid, this is awesome. Dragon Warrior, yeah. uh, like these really classic RPGs. And I'm like, holy smokes, yeah. those can't be cheap. Like they sent that out in a box, like. There is such value in the product you guys have. I cannot sell that enough. Like we were so excited about the games we got. We, we, got, we were oh. geek, we were geeking out on. Yeah, this. you could even see it on the video, like how excited we were getting about the game. So it's like we didn't open it beforehand. Like we, this was legit. Like when we opened it up, we were, we had no idea what we were getting. And I like that. That's one thing I really like about the service. Is like it's a mystery. It's like that. It's like that. You almost get to recapture that Christmas time where like when your parents, you know, under the tree. So. <laughs> And that is really what we're delivering. It, the games are fun. Gamers are going to enjoy games, right? Gamers going to game. Yeah. But that excitement, that that feeling of being, wow, yeah, this is a. I can't yeah. believe I got this. That's really what we're going for. And see, and that's what I think is the great thing about you guys' box is the surprise because I talked to some people and they're like, well, you know, the price, well, this, well, that, well, we can go on eBay, and I'm like, yeah, but eBay isn't going to give you a surprise. Like, there's an untangible benefit of being surprised every month and getting such a value for what you're getting because for for what we got value-wise, I think was way over what we would have paid. You know what I'm saying? Like we got so much more bang for our buck that it was just ridiculous. So everybody we've been telling about the service so far, I'm like, you got to do it. At least try it. Give it a spin. I mean, seriously, you guys spend, you know, 20, 30 bucks on different crates where you get knickknacks and you get T-shirts and you get other stuff. I'm like, this is a tangible game. Like, this has a value. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, you've got a tangible value on what you're getting. And just, it's amazing when you open the box and you see what you get. And uh, the partners touch all the boxes. So us three are the partners of the company. Right. We have we have the warehouse guys that right. start playing games and all that. Okay. All of us physically touch each game that goes into the box. So clean hands. Yeah. Clean hands. We have gloves. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's unique because when you do that, there's uh, grant has a different method to his madness than I do. So I love certain games when we try to, uh, you, you can't pick based on your childhood. You yeah. have to kind of talk to each other and say, yeah. what's a customer going to value each of these games at and what are they going to like? So something he loves you know, he picked out a game the other day that was like two bucks. I go, we can't send that. He's like, but I love it. And I'm like, no, I go, well, you have to really what we think value is value. There's a monetary component to value. You must get a good value, yeah. but the other part, there's an emotional value mm-hmm. and it could be a $2 or a $5 game, but I played the hell out of that when I was a kid. Yeah. And I, you know, the, the emotional component 
is wonderful. And when we see, and I think you guys may have seen our Facebook page, when we see some of our members unboxing, and we've actually had a couple of members go speechless. And they said, I'm having a moment here where I just flash back to my childhood and that it's, yep. you can't, you, there's no value. You, ha you can't pay for that. It's no, awesome. You can't put a price tag on that because when you open something, it's got a nostalgia value. Like you open up a game, like prime example, Johnny was telling me the story. We got super R type. He got it. He lent it to a friend. His he moved out of the country, didn't he? Yeah, he moved. He moved. I let him borrow it, and he yeah. moved out of the country. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he took it. And as soon as we opened it, because we had a little deal, we're like, we're doing the unboxing video, and then we're divvying these up, and we're gonna do round robin style. And he's like, that one's mine. Of all the games, yeah, I, he no was joke. like, that's mine. Said, and I'm like, okay, bro, like it, it's totally yours, man. Like, because he was emotional about it. Like as yeah. soon as he opened it up and he looked at it, he was like, I have to have that. And I'm like, dude, go for it, man. That's all you, brother. Yeah, and, and and what we heard from you, the same thing that our members do, they wrote us and said, God, we love comic games. We love yeah. whatever it is. RPG. And you'll notice that, I, I hope we did a good job in the yeah. boxes that we sent you, it's it's to match what you want, you yeah. know, like what you are what you like, what games you want. And we throw a few freebies in there and, and, some, and some weird ones like Home Alone and stuff like yeah. that that you might not know about. So what's... The, the members don't understand is they can write us and, and ask us for different yeah. categories or different I mean, you know, I action RPG. Somebody, I just had somebody say, I know this is geeky and weird, but I'm, if you have Bugs Bunny, Double Trouble, I'm like, I think we might. <laughs> and they said, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> Whatever you want. And hey, you know what? $2 or not. Tiger Heli for NES yeah, is awesome. Yeah, and that's the same thing. Like somebody, I looked on your Facebook page because I did a, I did a lot of research about you guys today. I don't know your social security numbers, but pretty damn close. Uh, Where you live? Yeah, uh, but like one of the one of your clients got a Mickey Mouse game for the original Nintendo, and they were so excited about it because they're like, "I really love this Mickey Mouse game." And when you look at it, it's like, yeah, it's made by Capcom, but it's a Mickey Mouse game, and it's something that. Some people would have probably been like, ah, oh, whatever. But, like, to that person, it hit their sweet spot, and they were like, thank you guys so much for sending us this. We really, really loved it. We are so in tune with them. I can tell you the last name of the person, Scott. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. I so. know exactly who that is. We know who and that is. It's, he's a great member, and he uh, he's a lot ever, of fun. He's, he's awesome. And he wanted that game yeah. desperately. So who, yep. who, who uh, actually manages the uh, Facebook component of, of your group? We have all of us. It goes right to our phone. All of us do. Oh, okay. So basically we have six of us, not just us three, but six phones get sent those messages. So if there's something that you'll notice uh, in our little top left corner, it says 95% responded to within yeah. four minutes. Yeah. It's, six really, of us it's it. really important to us to be responsive. I, you know, I belong to a lot of groups on Facebook, and so many times your questions go off in the abyss. That makes me mad. We had someone the other day that said, you guys are getting big enough, you don't need to respond. Yeah, and no. I looked at Vic, I said, kind of do. No, no. your, your Best Buy needs to respond. Yeah. You know, you'd better you, you respond. Need to, these people have genuine questions that they need answered, and they're just like us. We're all in the same age group, we have the same exact questions, and they need an answer. They so want, they want us, if they're spending money with us, yeah. we owe that to them. We owe them, you know, real quick answers to their questions. And, you know, the thing about which one of us is answering, 
Some of us like punctuation more than others. He slams every <laughs> sentence with an exclamation point. If you see a slam, if it's Grant. Everything has multiple Bam. slams on it. It's probably Grant. If you see someone slamming a game into the wall, it's probably that's going to be me. <laughs> but I actually really, really like that because, you know, you deal with these other crate services and it kind of, like you said, like you respond to somebody, you don't know who's going to respond back to you, but knowing that three of the people that actually have their hands on your box when it goes out the doors, who's responding to you, that is phenomenal. I don't think any other crate service can say that. Like, look, uh, when you send us a message on Facebook, the person who responded to you had their hand in your crate. I don't I don't think anybody can say that. Any other crate or box service. I I agree, and I'm flattered. Thank you. I, yeah, you guys are going to make us blush. Yeah. <laughs> I already am. Grant's crying. It's something that was important to us when we started the company. It's important now. And, in fact, the last two months we've been doing a partner's pack um, you may have seen that on Facebook too, but it's one box we pick randomly for one member. That rare, we, very rare, like not we not each, something the normal, and we'll pack. We each throw one game in that we specifically pick that's meaningful, and we write a handwritten note saying you've got this month's partners pack. Congratulations! It was hand picked and packed by the partners. We all sign it. We've gotten really good feedback on that. Um, we're going to continue to well, do it. The so. guy who, and, and the guy who won it, it's a very valuable pack. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's something that is not, uh, it's not common. It's, it's one, one Think among. Think of it like the golden ticket from Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like you got the uh, golden ticket. We actually posted <laughs> the guy from, I can't think of his name. Help Gene me out Wilder? here. Yes. <laughs> there with the golden ticket. Well, I'm like, geez. so, um, the cost, the member was extremely happy and the value he it, he, it all worked out beautifully. Yes, he wrote us and said, I don't even know how you did this, and thank you yeah. so much. So. We've tried some things that stink, and we reel them back in, and, and we're always kind of optimizing, too. So if our members, if you guys, if anyone has any good feedback, we're always optimizing the service, and we welcome that type of thing. And mm -hmm. You know, we know some people say, wow, you get some, you kind of get some harsh comments sometimes. Well, it's expected. It's expected. And we're all, like I said, we're always optimizing. So we're happy to interact. We're happy to always listen. But it sounds like you guys are a lot like us. We're a, definitely a half glass full kind of podcast. Like if you get negative feedback, you're like, all right, we can learn from this. Maybe we can fix something. Yeah. Or maybe this is a learning experience for us. Let's take it and let's make something of it. It's not like, ah, no, we're not going to do. No, we're going to have a meeting about this tomorrow. Yeah, we actually, uh, we learned today, and this is uh, a little weird, but I don't know if you've watched the Facebook video today, me throwing a game at the door, and our customer said, I can't believe you're breaking a game. What is and wrong with you? And I said, no, we're not, we're not breaking an actual game. It's broke already. It's not working. But the feedback we got, we take to heart, and we realize that a lot of these people are really, really passionate. passionate about cartridges. And, you know, the one guy said, I don't care if it's broken, I repurpose it. And that's something we didn't think about no, as a company. We started, and, and, I mean, we, we feel genuinely bad about that. Sorry. We want you to know the, the cart wasn't playable. It was already broken. Yep. And <laughs> so things like that, that we, we're, we're learning every day and we're growing. And with feedback, even things you wrote us, we take to heart. Well, that's like awesome. It. And the cool thing with the carts is, like you said, about the repurposing. I know because we've got a couple of local art places that are kind of like video game slash uh, 
bars and they do a lot of kind of art stuff and people repurpose games that they're totally shredded you couldn't do anything with them and they'll take the actual cart and make art out of it so i mean there's a lot of ways to repurpose it that you'd never even think of but i mean yeah there's definitely a a way that you could still make a profit out of those unusable carts yeah and they uh, mm-hmm. there's a few people that we know that actually build uh they're using the old carts to repurpose old games meaning they're making them even though they're not original you know yeah, they're the kind of like editing them and doing their own things with them and putting their own chips in there they're just using it as kind of like a jump off point so we get that and we have a few customers that actually asked us like uh you know hey instead of throwing roger clemens at the door can you send me the game well, you know, if you threw anything at the door, I think Roger Clemens was probably the most apropos thing to throw at the door. Yep. <laughs> I had a question. What? Who, who do you think is your – because there's, there's so many different types of quote-unquote gamers out there. From your experience with your feedback and all that, who do you think your average customer is? Are they the person that's a 9-to-5 job that has kids that just wants to rebuild the collection, or is it someone that's kind of like – you know, really, really into games, that that's their main thing. They just they can't wait for that Xbox each month, and they just want to go after it and add more to the collection and, and just kind of get super in Because obviously that's a huge demographic. When you say gamers, like, that, that hits a lot of different people. Because, like, me yeah. myself, I'm, I'm, I'm a dad, you know, and I, I had I, my personal experience real quick. NES, I, my parents, when we moved from Louisiana, originally from Louisiana, we moved from Louisiana to Florida, and I lost a hundred NES games in the move. Somehow is gone. Oh, I lost my hundred. So for me, any NES games is rebuilding my collection. So like I want anything coming to me. Uh, so it, and then my NES p- died. I guess after that a year later. And then my parents bought me a uh, Super Nintendo. But like, is do you think it's a pretty diverse customer group, or do you think there's one niche group that you guys are hitting with this? It, it it's uh it's not, and we know this for a fact. We know that. There's an age group from about 25 to 35 that are our subscribers, and they're our key market, and and they love and they they want to play. They grew up with it just like just like we did. So we know that from from all of our statistics that we've gotten, and it's uh, it's, it really it's odd feels like you know it's like any type of target. That's the bullseye for us. The people that seem to gravitate to us is that is is you, Johnny, is Grant, is Joe, who are in that age group, who are now having their own children, who may or may not work nine to five, they may work, you know, five to nine, but um, they're missing what they had as kids. But as we see the, you know, the rings go out, it's there not just that, guys, no, there, it's, and you know, it's people girls. Out there and there that are, want yeah, and there are younger here. people who never experienced them or watched their older brothers and sisters mm-hmm. play them. Um, and then there are folks that are even older than that who really are hardcore collectors who are looking not necessarily for the, you know, Earthbounds, but are looking for the more obscure games. And and that's where we talk about there's value, there's an emotional value also when it comes to building your collection. And we have a lot of people who just look for it's not the really expensive ones. It's just one that they may have never played. A little obscure, yeah. not not expensive. Like we have customers that are members that say, "Give us these. I'm looking for these types of games," and they don't even play them. They they put them. They're on their shelf. They're collecting. They are collectors. And yeah. We had a guy today that wrote said, "So if I sign up and do X, Y, and Z and have three thousand games," and we wrote back and said, "You're not for us. Sorry. You know, it's not. You're not the customer or member." that we want to build a collection, yeah. not 
not fill in your gaps of the games that you yeah. own. I think we, that's fascinating. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. Yeah, because we had a conversation about that today with some friends because we kind of threw it at them. I'm like, hey, we're talking to you guys tonight. We want some questions for you guys because I know they were hardcore gamers. They're also hardcore collectors. And that was one of the things. They're like, yeah, this is great, but, you know, I just want this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, this probably isn't the place for you. eBay might be the place for you. You know what I mean? Because you're looking for these games that are like the $7,500 mark. And it's like, yeah, you know – this is a business. Like we're not idiots. Well, like I know ex- how math works. Like yeah. you can't expect a hundred dollar game in a forty dollar box. Like yeah. that's not going to work that way. But there's a lot of cool games that you like, like you said, that are obscure but are fun and have a nostalgia factor that, in my opinion, is worth more than the hundred hundred and fifty dollar game because it was a part of your childhood or something you really wanted to play. That's not the easiest thing in the world to find, and it feels like that you fill in those gaps for people. Yep. Every once in a while, you're going to get a $100 game in the box. It's inevitable. We just got a deal <laughs> of this one. So we have a customer that or a member that keeps uh, he keeps writing, I want Mutant League Hockey every single wow, day. Wow, that is a great game. So we actually got one, and I said. It's in the I'm spoken uh, for box already. And I said, nice. figure out a way to promote us, help us out, and we're giving it to you next month. That's <laughs> so, awesome, guys. That's excellent. Well, and see, and that's what I love about you guys. It seems like you're very grassroots with your promotions. Like, kind of with us, like, we reached out to you and said, hey, this is what we want to do for you guys. And you're like, yeah, let's get on board with them. You know, they've got a great podcast. they got a great thing going. We, yep, we did a great awesome. unboxing video for you guys. And it's, it's just a great way to get your name out there because a lot of people – with the boxes now, and I feel like it's because of the, the crates and the boxes and things, they get a little skeptical. They're like, okay, we don't know what we're going to get in our box. But when you can see on the Facebook page, hey, these are what people got. You see other unboxing videos on YouTube. You're like, there is a lot of value in what you're getting. I don't think pound for pound, dollar for dollar, you can get a better box out there than what you guys are putting out on the market. No, you, Thank you, you. you can't, Thank and you. I appreciate that. And we've actually had people try to do it, and it's uh, – we failed miserably. And, and we, uh, we see it, and they're literally copying our Facebook post, and literally uh, the things we write as we're just normal so gamers. awesome. Yeah, we're so awesome we're that so they awesome. copy You're us. Trying to copy us. <laughs> so, it's and great. we're humble. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what do they say? That's a sincerest form of flattery is copying, or copying yeah. is the most sincerest form of flattery. Maybe not in a business world, but <laughs> but it is because it shows us that there's a market. That, you know, we, when we started this, we did a little bit of research. We think we know how big the pie is, but if somebody else jumps in, it's just more validation that they're, this, that people want this. There's a group of gamers out there that are really looking to build their retro video game collection. And I think that's awesome. So jump in, keep the carts in circulation, you know, play all the past into the future. Let's go. And, uh, you know, Vic said to me yesterday, she was looking at this other company and, and said, this is just, uh, it's crazy to me because they're literally trying to do something better. It's a carbon it's copy. It's yeah. ridiculous. And, you can, and, I, and we can actually speak from experience because just like the hair club for men, we're, we're not also a spokesperson. We're also a client, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like as clients, we can actually say that, no, this is a great value what you're sending out. And also the the feedback, you take it and you do something with it because we talk to companies and we're like, hey, you know, this and that, whatever. But you're giving 
you're taking our feedback and doing something with it. You're not like, oh, yeah, we're going to file it over here like some companies might do. You're actually taking it and saying, oh, by the way, not only are we taking that feedback, we're writing it down, putting it in a book, and maybe pulling stuff out because you said you wanted it. Yep. Well, we just did that. We had a number of members say, well, the next logical progression for me as a kid was when I got my handheld, I got my Game Boy. I got my Game Boy Color. Can we have some? And so we, 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 we sent the street team out. Yeah, and once we figured out that there was a need for it, we went out and now we have books of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games just to f- fulfill the needs of the yeah. – we're trying to advance with our, you know, our members. Right. And- this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by – Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. Video Games Monthly is a must for gamers who love retro gaming and trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month, they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers monthly boxes of three, four, or five games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, and Sega Genesis. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember, when you're talking about the Video Games Monthly, tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Well, I have a question because we're having, we're actually, this is actually a question from, our, from some of our friends, actually. What is the, the progression here? What do you guys think about CD-based games? Because I had actually had an issue with that myself. Before you answer, I had an issue with it before because I ordered stuff online before. And one of the hardest problems, especially for PS1 games, you guys already know the answer here, the jewel cases break so easily in shipping. No matter how much bubble wrap you put around, it's, it, just, it just gets jarred in the shipping. And it's like a horrible experience for you, but also like the the, the company or the person who's selling it to you because they feel horrible. And it something happens from that shipping to where you get it, and it's just you don't get that with carts, you know. No. But that there's a problem. There's a liability with jewel case CD games. So, what are your thoughts on that? We we, we have a huge cost. Uh, like a right. lot of our different members love the CD games, which is awesome. But our first reaction was they break. They, they, it, like you said, they don't. Grant just out. keeps shaking his head. No, I know exactly. The one thing we can't hear on a podcast is the BB yeah. rattling around in your brain when you go back left or right. But yeah, no, I, I want to hear what, what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that yes, jewels can be broken, literally on just on, it could be leave our warehouse perfectly fine. And then the but postman sneezes on the way to your house, and it breaks. Yes. Like, yep. It, yep. it's nothing you did. It's FedEx. It's the postman. It's whoever. Like, there's a, a couple other people that are going to touch it after you guys, which happens when you mail anything, and that yes. can be where it happens, you know? And it's not just the jewels, because once that's broken, guess what's exposed now? Yep. The disc. Yep. So even if that doesn't snap in half, guess what's getting scratched up in there with all those broken pieces of plastic? Yep. And those are kind of harder to maintain anyway. I mean, you've got cleaning systems. You can, you know, just doctor the hell out of it. But it's still such a liability where cartridges, it's everything's sealed in. It's 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 already perfectly shippable. Yep. So, yeah, and, right now. I mean, for the most part, we're we're going to stay to that. But yeah. if, if customers and members. We'll never say us, never. Yeah, if never we say... can find a way to build a better railroad, we might do it. Yep. <laughs> so just, you guys wouldn't be uh, against 
Game Boy Advance, DS games, 3DS oh, games. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Like, and it's to the point where if we have members Do you guys say, see something behind us? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of games back there. And actually throw oh. something in, I wanted to pitch in, 32X, because I'm one of those weird people that has a Sega 32X. And it's like, if we could get maybe 32X thrown in the mix, that would be fun. You, sir, are, are a rare breed. <laughs> I am. <laughs> You should have seen the monstrosity because I had to hook it up in the living room and hook it to the big projector that I have. And it's like three different power cables I got to plug in. It took me two like whole power strips to get it running and the projector running and the little uh, piece I've got that kicks it up to 1080p running. Like it took two power strips. Like I'm pretty sure I should have started a fire in my living room. When I actually got it going, it looked like, you know, you remember uh, National Lampoon's Christmas when he hooks all the lights up? That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was going to stuff was going to start blowing. Fuses were going to go out. Yeah. <laughs> no, we have a we have a box here that actually has uh, I don't even know. Probably I'm looking at them probably three or four 32 X games and yeah. they're just sitting in there because they came randomly. But your feedback's welcome. And if we get enough people that join the crew, we will. We'll add them. We'll, we'll, we'll add them. Well, if they find our way into our box, we're not going to complain at no. all. If you're like, hey, you know, I, I've got them sitting here anyway. If you just want to throw them in, you know, just a just random plug for Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce there, uh, you can feel free to throw them in our box because they'll get used. And, and like I said, it's, it's a really niche audience because if I remember correctly, looking at the Wikipedia page, there was only like 32 or maybe 40 games ever made for the 32X. So it's not like there's a huge library of games, but – there are a few there, and I could see that being fun for, like, I'm sure there's got to be some people on your list, because I think you've actually got a lot more hardcore collectors than you think that are in there that have those systems and would do that. Same thing maybe with even Virtual Boy and things like that. I mean, yeah, if you want to get really, really rare and obscure, but just the feedback and knowing that you guys listen to the customer feedback to me, I think is the greatest selling point of the whole thing. We appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's great feedback, and that's the type of stuff that we, we, we take to heart. Yeah. We aim to please. We aim to give smiles. <laughs> Logan? That's our, that's our slogan. <laughs> Slam it. <laughs> By the way, 1080p, that, that is a resolution those games were never meant to see. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually it's cool. We've got this little box. You basically plug your... Your, your red, your yellow, your white into it, and then it kicks it out with HDMI cable so I can hook it right into my projector, right into my flat screen TV, and it kicks everything up to 1080p. And it's amazing when you play a game like Super Mario that you played as a kid and you watch it and it's got perfect pixels. It's got perfect everything. It helps a lot because if you play with like this, like a standard definition, or not standard definition television, but like high def television, and you put like an NES, it gets very blurry looking, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but with this converter, it like crisps it up. It looks really, really nice. So, it, you know, it's like 30 bucks or something on, online or whatever. So, that's what we kind of play with. It's, it's really cool. I'm also writing, Kyle needs a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I de definitely need to put that on there. It's actually funny because anytime we have Friday parties at my house, the first thing I ask all my friends is who will bring the fire extinguisher because it's a fire hazard in the house when we're like deep frying stuff in my kitchen. So, yeah, there's usually a fire extinguisher floating around. Maybe we're going to get a really big box next time and there's going to be a little fire extinguisher in there. <laughs> Safety That'll first. be part of the the unboxing video. Here's Kyle's fire extinguisher, just for Deuce, so he doesn't you know blow up his living room again. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. What do you guys think is your most popular of the consoles that you're offering? Who? Do, what? What system is the most popular? Do you guys think? NES. 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 We have, uh, uh, right now, we're shipping over a thousand NES games per month. Dang. Which wow, that's awesome. Cool. It's cool. It's uh, it's I think right in our target, right in our age group. Right, that's people will say I want uh, I want three NES and one Super Nintendo. Like it's just uh, it's right where we yeah. our age group is. And uh, yeah, the NES is definitely the most popular. Runner up is probably Super Nintendo. I'd say. Yeah, we get a lot of requests for that, but there's a lot of Sega people out there too. Yeah. It's got kind of hard. Well, we know NES is really roaring out, yeah. but it's beyond that. It's like one of these. I want this. I want that. So it's well. Let's let's be honest. The best game ever made is Super Mario Brothers three. So I mean, that's NES. Yeah. So it's hard to argue that. Is that that's like a that like a in our head send you Super Mario? 3? I mean, if you want to send it, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, you know, Johnny's not going to tell you no. It's not part no. of my collection anymore. Just FYI. Wink, but wink, it's funny wink, because wink, uh, people wink. listening to the podcast can't see what we're seeing because we're not putting the video up. But like, I'm looking at your storage room now. You've got this ginormous. It's huge two folding tables. Like two of the tables you put Dudley boys used to put people through. Full of original Nintendo games, and then on the other side, you've got one that's full N64, and there's some stuff I can't see, but it's like most of your inventory in the room I'm looking at is original NES, and that's what people want. And on top of that, we got you off at all, but the room we're sitting in right now is actually, and I'll, I'll do the quick yep. move uh, if I can. Okay. Nope, never this mind. This is the pack This room. is the games that are Holy going out. Holy crap. Goodness. Wow. Guys at home and girls at home that listening to this, this is like looking at Santa's workshop right now. It really is. It's like if my eight-year-old self could say, hey, when you get older, you got all this stuff at your access, his head would have just exploded. He'd have been like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And you notice next to Wave Race, which is a terrible game, there's a nice little bottle for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jack Daniels oh. bottle, yeah. Uh, well, that's what we're always happy about on the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. We always like that people drink along. If you can't see, we have an eight-bit beer mug that I crafted. Yeah, that, that's that's our logo because uh, <laughs> we're, we're all about having a good time on the happy hour, and that's what's fun about these games. And what I love so much about the Super Nintendo games, the original Nintendo games, the Sega Genesis games, you can have a couple drinks and still play them. You cannot have two or three drinks and try and play Call of Duty. I've done that, and it ends horribly wrong. So, happen. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Twitch stream waiting to happen for us on our Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah, which is twitch.tv forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. Yes, because yeah. you got to throw that in. Yes. And also, guys, real quick, so you can throw in too. How can they find you on Facebook and social media? How do they find you guys? Jump in. Go on social right. media, man. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, just do a search for Video Games Monthly. Do the same for Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, you know. We haven't done anything yet, but I, I'm I'm kind of vying for a YouTube channel as well. So it's not up yet, but it's on the horizon. Yeah, we have a lot of members that send us videos. Don't know if you've seen people doing Paperboy and weird things. Yeah, and yeah, we, yeah. Just on our Facebook, we, we were talking about maybe doing a little YouTube channel or something like that. Well, if you need yeah. any help with that at all, please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. I had another question for you guys. What does it seem like people are asking for the most? Is there, like, one certain category of games that seems like it's a sweet spot that people are really, really looking for? Yeah, specifically the RPGs and mostly Super Nintendo RPGs. Ah. You, mentioned, you mentioned a couple of them already. Secret yeah. of Mana, uh, Earthbound. 
yeah. yeah. we, we got to fix your Chrono Trigger problem. I mean, good <laughs> lord. Well, let me. I mean, let me Mario let me, Three is one of the best games ever made, but Chrono Trigger is legit the it, best it, video game ever made. Just, it's legit, but um, I have to argue, Super Secret of Mana. Like it was pretty preceded Chrono Trigger, and Chrono Trigger kind of copied and pasted what Super Secret of Mana was doing with the with the active, uh, you know, real time fighting. Plus the boy Chrono looks like a carbon copy of the boy from Secret of Mana. I'm sorry, Johnny, I, have, I have to debate here. With Johnny that. only says this because he owns Secret of Mana already and plays it constantly. Like they actually did a Twitch stream the other night where they were playing it. So like he loves Secret of Mana. It's probably his favorite RPG. So I, I see his bias there because he can pop it in whenever he wants. So well, you know, to, the, to, you to his credit, Hogan though, shirt off. you are so angry right now. At life. <laughs> well, no, no, actually, this is a cool thing about Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana. Um, there's actually a Secret of Mana cameo in Chrono Trigger. They're, they're like, brothers. What the, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? They know. The character from Secret of Mana is in Chrono Trigger. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I didn't know that Johnny would because, like I said, I'm I'm in my RPG infancy. I'm trying to break out of that and like I, get more RPGs to I play. I do agree with you because for me and Vic said you said earlier that you know you love the Super Nintendo and I kind of felt like, of course I had an NES and NES was great and Atari was okay and but it really was like the Super Nintendo Christmas of 1992. I, I got them every Christmas it seemed like Christmas of 1992. I remember opening up. You know, my Super Nintendo and just playing Super Mario World for like five hours straight. And then I'm just like, ah, crazy. And then I just fell in love. And then Super Nintendo. That was my Zelda Christmas. Ooh. A link to the past. A link past. to the past. Love it. <laughs> that was fantastic. But that there are, and that's the thing is like, for me, I feel like the Super Nintendo is still one of the best systems ever made. Like it's 700 and what, 12, 21 games, something like that. There's a lot of games they made for it. And RPGs for me, I felt like that was there was a renaissance era for RPGs. Secret of Evermore, Illusion of Gaia, Lufia. I mean, they had uh, Lagoon, which wasn't very good, uh, and like they had all, these amazing <laughs> games, huh? What was that? Yes. Yeah, my my two favorite genres are they're kind of different, but I love them both. It's RPGs and fighting games, and the Super Nintendo delivered huge on both. And man. You like Lufia? That's awesome. Lufia Two is like one of the best RPGs out there. I love, I love Lufia that. Two. Lufia Two was fantastic, and of course, your Breath of Fire. I mean, there's all kinds of games Fire. that came out. Uh, Breath of Fire. Yeah, it was really, really good. I mean, uh, and I, I feel like when that was what made me so sad about the 64 was you had two games essentially. You had Quest 64 and Ogre Battle 64. Correct? I think that was all they made. Well, do you count Paper Mario as an RPG? Oh, well, okay, I, I guess you can. So, ostensibly, three RPGs for the whole entire system. You know what I mean? Like, that's not yeah. enough, Nintendo, you know? Yeah, yeah. There so, was also, uh, really late in the N64's lifespan, there was a terrible RPG, not very good, buggy as hell, called the Adrian Chronicles. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Never heard so, of it. No, it, it's a ter terrible RPG. Don't. You're better off not playing it, or even... Hearing no about it, you're gonna, you'll probably get hate mail from I, somebody. <laughs> somebody yeah. loves if, this game. If somebody out there loves this game, mail. send your mail to the Facebook. <laughs> <Yeah. page. laughs> well, there's a lot of people that uh, I brought up Lagoon earlier, and that's a game that has a lot of hate too. Uh, it's a very challenging game that doesn't hold your hand, and like it's it. I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, that's a game I, I remember playing. That I do what now? Yeah, the, the first one yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's a little obtuse, but. I've never played it. I can, it's, I'm that guy. 
You haven't played Chrono Trigger. You haven't played Luffy. Like, you're both out of here. Get out. <laughs> now we can so, talk about uh, RPGs all day. I I love I love the RPG era, and that was the thing. I think what was happening during the the 64 era was Sony with PS1 was owning with with uh, RPGs. I mean Star Ocean. I mean all the Final Fantasies. Uh, uh, Vagrant, Vagrant Story. I, mean, I can go on forever. I mean, there's so many amazing games that came out for for the PS1 that you know. I think that everyone was just jumping to the PS1 for that for that purpose alone. Well, the sequel to Chrono Trigger showed up exclusively for the PS1 with Chrono Cross, and I. Yep. I mean, that's fine because I had a PlayStation. I I played the ever living snot out of Chrono Cross. Uh, but yeah, the N64 really really just uh, is terrible with RPGs. As you said, we had three, three or four, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Do you really think maybe that was Nintendo's way of saying, look, like PS1 is owning the RPG market. Let's just not even mess with it. Let's just do other stuff. Let's do shooters. Or do well, you think it's just, what do you think, in uh, your opinion? Third-party support uh, was a big deal, too, though. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo kind of... Start with, in my opinion. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, here we go, boys. <laughs> yeah, this could get wicked here. Nintendo and third parties had a, had, a, had a big diverge. Um, you know, cartridges were super expensive to build. You know, CDs were really cheap. You know, PlayStation, you know, Sony specifically, went out to third parties. You know, I don't want to say paid them, but offered them benefits. I mean, CDs are really cheap to make. They could hold tons of storage. I mean, fi- something like Final Fantasy VII, which is one of the defining games of the PlayStation, as it is, just impossible to stick all well, that into an It's also nice. Coverage. Sony is a studio, so Sony had, you know, a lot of power behind it and other yeah. genres that they were able to bring forth. Sony had a lot of money to woo third parties, and yeah. that hurt Nintendo a lot. And uh, the uh, the Nintendo president at the time, whose name I always butcher, uh, Yama, Yamauchi. Yeah, I, Yamaguchi, that's right, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, was, he, he led that company with an iron fist. And when Square said, hey, look, you know, we're putting Final Fantasy on PlayStation, he said, all right, well, so, so long as I'm president of Nintendo, your games will never appear in my systems. And during that era from N64, Game Boy Color, Final Fantasy, Chrono Cross, uh, Xenogears, none of those games showed up on any Nintendo system. Yep. Uh, it wasn't until the you know, now late Iwata um, took over in 2002, if I'm remembering yeah, right. Yeah, that's correct. Um, you know, he kind of patched... I like that sound, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bob, Bob. It's always good. Somebody had to re-up, so. <laughs> yeah, once he smoothed over those relationships with Square, that's when um, you know Final Fantasy Tactics Advance showed up on the GBA, uh, Crystal Chronicles on GameCube, and that's actually less retro stuff. We should probably bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but that's cool because you actually mentioned that he brought it back on the GBA because now you guys have added Game Boy. You know, you've got Game Boy Color. And Game Boy. You've got Game Boy. I'm hoping maybe because Game Boy Advance is a cart-based game that maybe in the future that might be something you guys want to jump into. Maybe, possibly. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Because like you You're- said before, it seems like cart-based is kind of your bread and butter. And, and I think that's smart. Like you said, it's it's too hard to ship the disc-based games. Also, if you start hitting the PS1 era games... I think you're going to hit the same problem that people are going to want really specific niche games, and yes. those just maybe not a profit margin you want to mess with. Let me, d- hold on, let me say this real quick. Okay, I, when I go back to my childhood, the, a lot of the games that obviously there's fond memories of some of the RPGs, but a lot of the fond memories I have is growing up playing this like crazy like Noid. You guys remember that for the Pizza Hut game? Yeah, the Pizza game, the Domino's oh. game. Oh, he's oh, pulling no, it out of the stack. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Avoid the Noid right there. there. Wow. Awesome. That's, that's a throwback. Like, Do you have the 7-Up spot game back there? Cool spot, play- baby. Cool spot. Cool spot. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> This is a new you game. We're getting deep. A warehouse for that one. Yeah. You know, I know for sure we have the uh, the Genesis version. I don't know if we want to grab that's that hilarious. one. That's but- hilarious. This is like a game we're starting yeah. now. This is the this is the new part. We're, what what game do you have? No, that's yeah. it's really but funny. It, it's so amazing that you've got so many games on stock. Yeah, <laughs> but you've got so many games on stock there. Just the games I can see alone. Like you've got Goldeneye sitting back there. I can see you've got uh, uh the Donkey Kong game. You've got all kinds of other games I can see easily. Uh, is that know, Gex Center of the Gecko? Yeah, back there? Like, or is there's that a lot of games back tell. there? And, and uh, just for our listeners at home, you've got to go check out Video Games Monthly. The yep. value you get in these boxes is amazing. You've got a support staff like you just heard that's going to answer you when you hit them up on Facebook. I mean, this is a service you need to jump on. And also, it, it seems really cool that this is a service that's growing with its customers and its clientele and is listening to what people have to say. Like when people say, hey, I want this, I want that, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. You're growing along with that, and I think that's really cool because some people – some people stay in their box, you know, and, and that's just like in life. People stay in their box and they say, hey, just, we're doing this and we're doing it good. Let's not rock the boat. And you're like, no, let's add new things. If people want them and we've got a way to get them, let's do it. So we love rocking the boat. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I really like. And I, I like so much that you guys have been so easy to deal with when it comes to a, a response and like sending you guys, like it says on your Facebook page, you're under, you're in the green on Facebook, which means it's under a four minute response time. So if anybody sends you a message on Facebook under four minutes, they're getting a reply. That's huge. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Except for this hour. <laughs> well, except yeah. for this hour. And, and if we've got to talk, you can blame Facebook, us. Yeah, send yeah. the hate mail to yeah, yeah. A, uh, hhpodcastshow yeah. at gmail.com. Send all your hate mail to hhpodcastshow right at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have the banner, so we can just look back. We forget. No. Wow. Uh, one thing I want to say is I feel like, like with our podcast, we we really kind of grew organically. Like it's a word of grassroots. mouth, grassroots word of mouth. I feel like with you guys, like it's already it's really huge because like even. Like when we found you guys, we went on there and I was looking at videos and, and people taking pictures on Instagram and all that. And I like to leave a comment because it, it's it's really nice to see activity, especially, you know, with all the people that love what you love. And there's a lot of like brotherhood, so to speak, camaraderie yeah. there that I really appreciate. And uh, I know you guys, you're growing and growing and growing, but I like that you guys have that intimate nature about you as well. Yeah, I, I think all of us could probably name the majority of our members like by their their yeah. actual name yeah. and last awesome. name it's uh it's a unique thing it's not it's not normal and we're we're proud of it we well, look up yeah. and that's a, a the proud thing to to be proud of because you know knowing the members knowing what they like and being like hey you know Mikey really likes this or hey you know our, our friend Joe this is a game he'd really like or whatever and it seems almost like you treat your members like you treat your friends or your family like you treat them like hey these are people we care about because we want to keep them happy. There's a lot of companies I cannot say that for where it's not like, hey, we listen, we know people's names. And for you guys to actually say, hey, I can probably rattle off our top 100 customers right off the top of my head and what games they like, that is phenomenal. Yep. Thank yeah. you, sir. Thank yeah, you, you know what? We love these guys. They're awesome. They've been awesome to us. They were with us when we started. They give us great encouragement all the time and great feedback. And I think we feel like it's the least we can do for them is people, to know them. We had a guy yesterday that will remain nameless but stuck his hand in a leaf blower and won a game because he stuck his hand in a leaf blower. You on can look it up. 
You can look it up. <laughs> so, like, is he all right? He was, like, is he still got his hand? Did he go full well, on Fargo with it, or like, how bad? So our, today's promotion is throw your crappiest game at the wall, basically. Okay. And he was in the hospital and won our last contest because he stuck his hand in a leaf blower. And jokingly, we knew the guy, yeah. and we said, uh, "Let's." Uh, and he said, "Well, he said." Do you know if I do I have to actually trash the game by throwing it? And I said, no, like, I don't have a left hand anymore, so oh, like I, I cannot <laughs> actually throw it at the wall. And we we uh, actually called the promotion No Left Hand Friday. So <laughs> so our joke was, uh, Sorry, no, Hampton. you don't. You don't have to. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Wishing you all in the hospital. And, and and don't use firecrackers. Yeah, but no firecrackers because you don't have any fingers left. Well, exactly. And if you're in the NFL. Don't play with firecrackers either, since that just came up recently in our fantasy draft that, hey, this guy doesn't play anymore because he decided to blow up firecrackers in his own hand. Mr. Wide Receiver. That left a mark. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you guys. We really appreciate you coming on the show and kind of telling about what you guys do, how you got into the business. Your love for gaming, obviously, it's apparent, and everything you do, the little attention to detail you have in each box, because that's what we were blown away by is the, like the, the care that you guys put in each box. Everything is like put in there, you know. It's immaculate. Like, it's like you're playing Tetris, but and everything's like smooth and perfectly put in there. And then the surprises, like the uh, I really love the uh, was it X Men in the what was it the game the X Men uh, Spider Man uh, and the X Men yeah uh, oh you mean Spider Man and X Men Arcades Revenge yeah yeah you yeah. had you had like the the booklet the manual that, that was really cool like that was like a nice little added surprise and then of course my kids are are loving the uh, tattoos by the way so. Awesome. Yeah, we, nice. we, we do everything we can. If we have, if if we have the case, if we have the manual, we include it. I can't guarantee it. I mean, it's not Never it's can. not a normal thing, but we have a lot of them, as you saw. Right. You know, the, the listeners can't see the it. Cards but the cards hold up a lot better than paper holds up. Oh, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> l- let me add that one more time because I want to hit on what you just said. So if you get a game and it's still got the original uh, like packaging it came in, you actually send it out in that packaging. Yep. You're correct, sir. Here's one now. Holy <laughs> smokes! Look oh, at that. Wow, that's awesome. What, those are. It looks like some They're Sega Genesis games there. Wow. So you will actually mail them out in the original packaging if you have it. That's have it, awesome, and I want to tell that to all of our listeners out there. And, and, and you know, it won't happen every time. You don't always get that lucky, but there is a from chance time to time. from time to time that yeah. you will get the original packaging, original booklet. I think that's amazing that that you're like, hey, we've got them. They're in this great a shape. Let's go ahead and send them out there. Our customers would love the packaging because I know a lot of people look for the original packaging, and you can't do it all the time. I understand that. But yeah, we to don't know that you get that kind of random draw, that's awesome. Yes, we don't want to give you the impression that every single time you're getting it because that's not the case. No, so no, no, not. not at all. But there yeah. is a chance. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. I would say one in ten that go that's out. Good. Wow. That's a lot better than the chances that Jim Carrey got in Dumb and Dumber. Oh. He said, oh, <laughs> but there's still a chance. That's true. <laughs> you know? And, of course, dumb? we love yeah. we, we, <laughs> uh, we the idea of the system, though, that you guys have. Like, you know, you go in, you have your list of games, you have your wish list. It's very kind of like in the future with technology. I think a lot of people like us in our generation, the millennials, if you will. I don't know if that's what people are calling us now. Uh, but I like the fact that, you know, we already know what a computer is. You know how to log in. We, we have access to that stuff. And I feel like it's very user-friendly uh, when you do that. So big shout-out to you guys for that because, like, I feel like that's kind of moving forward and makes your life a little bit easier as well. Appreciate it. Thank you. Love it. 
and also I want to tell to our listeners out there and our fans, uh, if they haven't gone to the website yet, it I really, really like how you can log in, you say what system you have, and on top of that, you let them put in their games library beforehand. Before you even start picking games, they put in their games library. On top of that, they can put in games in their wish list, and you look at all that stuff. So you're like, look, if I already own this, like say I already own Goldeneye, or I already own Perfect Dark, or I already own Secret of Mana, those are you're not going to get repeats of games that are already in your collection. No duplicates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nothing is worse. Well, things worse, but few things are worse than opening up your box on Christmas or whatnot and seeing the exact same game you already own. Yeah, that stinks. Yes. So definitely try to avoid that. We like to just have new stuff, build your collection, and have fun. And wait, I'd rather know. It actually makes our packing system a lot easier. Um, you talked about the website. We have a proprietary, you know, wish list and proprietary gaming library module on the site that you can put up to 200 games per system into, as well as you can send us your wish list that we put, you know, we take that and put that aside as well. Um, we don't, we don't, it doesn't do anybody any good to send you games you have. Someone else doesn't, and we'd rather send it to that person. Right, that's true. But, um, it just, it makes our, it makes our packing so much easier when we know what you have and what you need. Yeah, and I think that's amazing. And like I said, I actually like that you said earlier, you take people's wish list and you've got a box. It's right there with their names on it, like wish list. And it's like you're pulling games for like, hey, Freddie wanted this and hey, Mikey wanted yeah. this. And, and Deuce wants Crunch Trigger. Yeah, Johnny Deuce wants Super Mario Brothers 3. Exactly. I know they're like, doing that. It's, like it's fine. You, you already know kind of what people want. And I, I think that's amazing. And that's why I keep telling everybody, I, I scream it on top of the rooftops as loud as I can that, this is a service you need to get a part of, yep. and it's, it's we a, believe in it. And that's yeah. the thing is like we we don't just go to everybody. You know what no, I mean? Like, we, we only go not. to people that we believe in, and like we we told people straight up. I'm like, how much are you spending a month in games? Tell me right now. You know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, I'm spending seventy five, hundred bucks, hundred twenty bucks, and I'm like, dude, thirty bucks a month, you get three games, dude. Yep. That's that, easy math. Yeah, you know what I mean? Very like, very easy. Math. And like you don't know what you're gonna get. It's really cool, and you have this awesome system to go online. So. I think a lot of the, like we said earlier, the, the grassroots and word of mouth is really big. But like having something, you know, like you can attach to somebody and seeing an unboxing video that someone did, and then they share it with their friends, they share it with their friends, and it's a cyclical effect. It's like a snowball effect or whatever. It's really, really cool. So it's very, very. So cool. last time, how do we? How do people find you on the internet? Go to you, you go to our website, videogamesmonthly.com. You can do a search for us, Video Games Monthly, on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. And with that said, can we do a cheers to you guys? Cheers. Yes, cheers, That's everybody. Good. Cheers. And cheers. we're actually going to all crack these. Nice. Look at oh, that. They did a deuce salute. They did a deuce salute. The trifecta. All the way across the country. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that That. 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 That makes, uh, what did you say, the Grinch? He said it made his heart ten times bigger? Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. So we appreciate cheers. you guys. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you letting us be on the air with you guys. We appreciate the hour you spent with us. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, we have a little present for you guys coming in the mail that you can do your deuce salute with. Wow. Oh! Nice! <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, awesome. exci I'm super excited. Dude, that's going on Instagram day one. That right? is going on Seriously. Instagram day one, and yep. it'll be nice because we can actually use it when we Twitch stream and when we do our live podcast. We can actually use it, so that'll be a lot, a lot of fun. That's awesome. So thank you guys awesome. so much. Awesome. Um, Look for us. We can't thank you guys enough for real. This is yeah. amazing. This was uh, – we don't get this time of day, so I appreciate it. Everything Good news. Worries. 
shape in a real oh, God, happy comes. hour. Ah! <laughs> See, he likes the puns. He does. <laughs> so, guys, just tell him one more time. What's the best way to find you on social media, and what's the best way to get to you guys? One more time. Go for it. <laughs> Video Games Monthly. Search for us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on the World Wide Web at VideoGamesMonthly.com. Awesome, awesome. Kind of good there. Yeah, good. I like that voice. You get that radio voice. It's very nice. It's very nice. Radio. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. radio, my friend. <laughs> and of course, we have Grant. We have Joe. We have Vic. We want to thank you so much for joining us. They're from VideoGamesMonthly.com. And Deuce, how do people find us on the internet? It is very, very easy. You can find us on the internet at Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast. You can find us at SoundCloud.com forward Happy Hour Podcast. And don't forget, you can find us at YouTube.com forward users forward Happy Hour Podcast. And look for our amazing unboxing video from Video Games Monthly that's right there. You can find us. Also, don't forget, on the Twitter machine, at HHPodcastShow.com. And there's three hashtags, Deuce, you want to put in your social media of choice. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HHPodcastShow. Podcast and hashtag, hashtag Deuce is on the loose. loose. Later. Later.